The Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions, and Patrick Mahomes continues to show us why he's so different and how he set himself apart from other quarterbacks. But what about us? Are we different? Are we set apart from the world? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson. I'll be joined by my co-host Luke Heaton in just a moment. On today's episode, we are unpacking the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes and just how different he is as a quarterback and what it looks like in our own lives to live a holy life. What does that word holy really mean? And how can we practically uh, understand that, live that out uh, in our own lives? We come to you uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Luke is in Texas, and we are thrilled to be on, on podcast platforms everywhere, Spotify, Apple. We're on video, YouTube TV, or YouTube. <laughs> One day we'll be on YouTube TV, but uh, YouTube, check out Unpacking It. And, and then also on Figtree TV, uh, a channel where faith and family meet. Uh, you can check us out on unpackingit.com. You can email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. We are brought to you by Sugar Creek Coffee. Go check it out right now. SugarCreekCoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK. You'll save some money and let them know that, that you heard about Sugar Creek from us and at Sugar Creek Coffee Roasters, they specialize in handcrafted, small batch, artesian roasted coffee. It's delicious. We love it. And they don't roast until you actually place an order so you can be assured that it's the freshest roasted coffee and it will be delivered to your door. So wherever you are, you can order Sugar Creek Coffee, sugarcreekcoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK. All right, so. This podcast, part of Unpacking It Ministries, and we are a ministry for sports fans. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we send out a devotional. And we relate a current sports story to life and biblical truth. And then here on the podcast, we take the opportunity to unpack it a little bit more. We'll take one of those topics per show, and, and we'll dive a little bit deeper into the topic, have some conversations about it. And, and so we appreciate you being a part of the show today. We also appreciate your feedback. So again, you can email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. And if you're watching us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, you can leave comments, uh, like, share, all that kind of thing helps us. And, and we appreciate any of the responses as well. Well, let's say hello to Luke Heaton. And, and Luke, it was a, a fantastic Super Bowl with two number one seeds. It lived up to the hype. What was your big takeaway from, from the game on, on Sunday? Well, I will say my mom and her family, my mom's side of the family is from Kansas. So part of my family is loving life right now. I was, uh, 
Um, my mom was rocking her Chiefs shirt. She's uh, already going to NFL.com to buy a championship shirt. Nice. Um, so I got. I actually have a handful of buddies who are Chiefs fans. So at least in my area of influence and friendship and family, uh, it's a great day. It's been a great past few days. So, but my main takeaway is I'm just bummed that the game ended in such a way that it kind of left a sour taste in our mouths uh, after did. such a legendary game. So I good. Just, the way it ended was so anticlimactic, which is just unfortunate. It, it was. And I think we all felt it because we were all into that game and it was back and forth. Could have gone either way. We wanted to see the Eagles get one more chance. They didn't. And well, they did, but it was a tough throw for, for Jalen hurts there. But, uh, yeah. but, but yeah, to not get a true, true chance. And, and I was thinking, man, this should go to overtime. That's how good of a game it was. But uh, but it turned out great, and so many storylines come out of the game, and you know there were some negative things with the field and that final, you know, was it a, a hold, was it not a hold, do you call that a hold, and all that kind of thing. But above all else, you know, we really can talk about Andy Reid and, and just the, the incredible coach that he has been, and, and now at this stage of his career to get a second Super Bowl is a big deal. But, but really, it's, it's about Patrick Mahomes, the MVP of the league at, at 27 years old to – already win a second Super Bowl the, the fact that you know the five years that he's been the starter they've been in in Super Bowl contention yeah. and and you know they're in the AFC championship games and 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 you know, they lost in the Super Bowl to a couple years ago to the Bucks but um but this has been a really special start to a career and the word that that just stands out is he's different he is a different quarterback you can't put him in a box. He's not like, you know, even people always try to already comparing him to Tom Brady. It's just, it's night and day, the, the way that he plays. And, and it's just, this was another demonstration during the mm -hmm. Super Bowl. He just turns heads. He's different. He's set apart from other quarterbacks and, and it's fun to watch. I know because when you try to, I remember for the AFC championship game against Cincinnati, the conversation was, can he be magical if he's not outside of the pocket? Well, he's also perhaps the best pocket passer in the NFL, even if he doesn't have to break outside of the pocket and do Mahomes magical things. And then you think of just the the playing through the high ankle sprain. Oh. In the AFC Championship and in the Super Bowl, he's hobbling. That one play, he went down early, early in the, or late in the second quarter sometime where he's limping off the field in noticeable pain on the sideline in the Super Bowl. And then the second half, He's making game-changing plays with his legs. With his legs? How it just it's 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 unbelievable what he does. He continues to No, I can do that. Oh, I can't do this right now. Oh, but I could still do that great. Every aspect of quarterback play, he can do and do greatly. And one of the the biggest things that jumps out to me is his ability to throw the ball while being tackled. You know, <laughs> up until the final moment where his knee is down, He's still a threat to complete a pass and, throw and to find the open receiver. That's right. To find the guy and give that him a good one take, play a good where he was going down and threw it. And then Travis Kelsey is a great catch, basically right before it was, it was hovering above the blades of grass. Oh, yeah. How do you throw that ball accurately? I played quarterback in middle school and hitting a crossing route, I threw behind receivers every other play. Oh, just when you're, when you're, well, uh, yeah, no right pressure up. at all. Yeah. And he's. <laughs> He's not even. He's maybe, he's maybe looking at him outside of the corner of his eye, and it's a perfect pass. And and what's been fun about the NFL? We've got a lot of great young quarterbacks, and and Jalen Hurts was unbelievable. You know, we could spend a whole show talking about how great he was, 
in the Super Bowl. Yep. But but even when you talk about Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, and we were even trying to put those guys ahead of Mahomes, you know, a few weeks ago, Th- those conversations were were happening. But once again, Mahomes proved that he really is on a different level, and and he's he's set apart from even those great young guys. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's just the way that he makes players better around him. You think about Tyreek Hill being removed from that team. They don't miss a beat. These other receivers, you know, step up and and to their credit, sure. But Mahomes, he gets the most out of them. He makes them better. No question. And and, and the type of leader that he is, he he's just a he, he's a different type of quarterback. And we haven't seen this before either, which is fun. We've seen some you know different types of running quarterbacks, and we've seen the you know the quarterbacks with the big arms, but he's got a little bit of all of that and, and then things that yep. we haven't seen before. And that, and that's what stands out as well. He's amazing. It, it's, it's kind of surreal to think we're watching one of the best to ever do it. And I guess the like, could he be the great, that, that greatness is thrown out all the time legend for players, but we're truly watching one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play in the history of the NFL right now. Like that's great. Like to think of, my future kids are going to ask me, what was it like, if they are sports fans, what was it like to watch Patrick Mahomes? Because he's on the trajectory already of he's one of the best to ever do it. And we're getting to watch that because you know it's it's almost hard to verbalize what makes him great, but you True. just know in your, in, in your, your gut and just watching, this is greatness that is very difficult to replicate. And rarely you see it, but we're watching it now. There's just a difference about him. That's right. He he knows the right things to do and then does it. He knows when to run, when to throw, and and even when to throw it away. All those types of things. Um, no matter who's around him. Like I've heard the the conversation the past few days of who would you rather st- rather start a team with, Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes? And I don't want to disrespect Jalen Hurts at all. He he has earned the right to be paid. He played, he can throw the ball, he can he's run. Awesome. He's a great quarterback. And no he, he's going to be in this league for quite a long time playing well. But Patrick Mahomes, can, no matter who is on his team, he's going to dominate. Yeah. Like, it's, it's unbelievable to, to think that he won a Super Bowl after a top three receiver in the NFL left his team. It's like, oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'll take Marquez Valdez, Mar- Valdez Scantling. Oh, the Packers don't think you're number two. Come here. You'll do great. Juju Smith Schuster. Oh, you're washed. No, come to Kansas City. I'll help you win a Super Bowl. Kadarius Toney. Ah, oh, the Giants let you go for a late round draft pick. No, no, come here. I'll make you great again. It's, yeah. it's amazing. He, he, he knows how to just get the, get the most out of his, his teammates and they trust him. And, and to your point about playing through, you know, the pain and the injury. And I don't want to hear the people that are saying, oh, he was milking it. Give me a break. He understood yeah. what it was going to take. And it even I was listening. He watched whether it was Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or Willis Reed or just other guys that have played through injuries or sickness and, and mm-hmm. what it took. And and he was he was preparing all that. He, he was doing that. He's just a different type of guy. And you can put him in that same conversation as the Michael Jordans and, and even the Tom Brady's already at 27 and so yep. the, the, the bottom line in, in what we're talking about today is that he is a different type of quarterback that's what we were reminded of again on the biggest stage he shined he stood out he set himself uh, apart as 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 one of the the great quarterbacks and, and the best quarterback in the league right now 
That's that's without question. And and so when it comes to our own lives and and what we like to do here on the show is is relate it back to you know what we go through day to day and 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 to look at some of the parallels and and then also to take a look at the Bible as well. And and so if we are followers of Jesus and we've we've surrendered our lives to him, he takes over our lives and and we become more and more like him as we pursue him as we you know study god's word and and as we spend time in 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 with jesus in, in his presence praying and listening and 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 our our character and our heart begins to change and and transform and so what ends up happening is our lives start to look different and and so each of us has to you know consider okay am i living a different kind of life is my life when other people kind of view it as they you know interact with me and they see how I act, how I talk, am I different? Do I stand out? Do 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 I allow Jesus to shine through me? And so those are some of the questions that uh, that, that we're going to consider today. But but Luke, you know, to the word that's used is the word holy, and and so we we look at First Peter one fifteen and sixteen. This is the Amplified version. But like the Holy One who called you. Be holy yourselves in all your conduct. Conduct. Be set apart from the world by your godly character and moral courage. Because it is written, you shall be holy, set apart, for I am holy. So because God is holy and we are his, his children, we also should be holy. But that word maybe gets a little, you know, it's like a little intimidating. But but how do you hear that and make it make it practical for, for our own lives? Yeah, no question it becomes intimidating because it's it's unfortunately started to become used to, oh, you're holier than thou, and holiness kind of uh, gives off this, oh, this earning merit, being perfect, that mm. type of thing, which the way it's actually used in the Greek language is just set apart, set right. apart for service to God. It's not, I mean, with the understanding of su submitting to the authority of God's word, our aim is to not be perfect. We've been we've been given the righteousness we need to be in right relationship with God because of the righteousness of Christ applied to us. We are more righteous today, if you are a Christian, than you will ever be. Mm. We cannot earn more righteousness. So holiness is about being set apart and understanding that when we've been given the Holy Spirit and we're submitting to the Father, we're asking the Spirit for strength, we're trying to become more and more like Jesus by the power of His Spirit, we're going to look more and more set apart. The way mm -hmm. our life is lived continues to be more set apart from the world. And Jesus was clear talking to his disciples in the Gospel of John, the world's going to hate me. Therefore, mm -hmm. it's going to hate you. We can't try to convince ourselves that loving Jesus means, oh, we'll be friends with the world. It's just, it's just not going to happen. We are set apart and that's what, what holiness communicates. It doesn't communicate this perfection chasing. No, that's part of the, the tricky part is it's resting in the finished work of Jesus. And, and yes, we are, we are made right because of, of him. Nothing we can do. But in response to that, and that's what we talk a lot about here at Unpacking It, it's, it's that response to what Jesus has done for us. It's responding in love, that we love mm -hmm. Jesus. And so we want to live for him, but we want we want to live with him and and like him. We want to become more and more like him, 
And, and so as we take a look at, okay, how we work, how we're husbands or, or you know, the type of spouse that we are, the type of parents that we are, are we different or are we just like everybody else and, and not different in, in a way that <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little different anyway because I'm goofy and weird or whatever, but, <laughs> but no, different and set apart from the world's standards, the world's mm-hmm. way of doing things, the, the, whatever the, the hottest trends are that we're trying to keep up with and we're trying to you know, remain uh, cool or relevant or whatever just to fit in mm-hmm. versus, no, 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 I, I want to be set apart. I want to be different. And you know, going back to the, the comparison to Patrick Mahomes, He's, he just wants to be a different type of quarterback. He wants to be the greatest quarterback that he can be and, and use the gifts that, that he's been given um, and, and be set apart as a quarterback and not be like every other quarterback. That, that's how he, he operates. And so for us, it's a similar mentality when it comes to how we think, live, talk. It's, I'm like, a, I'm like a, I'm not, I don't care what the, wor- what the world's telling me. What, is, what does the Bible tell me? Who is Jesus? And, and, and I'm going to follow that way. And as I do, yeah, I'm going to stand out and, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm going to be different and set apart. Yeah, it is. It's balanced to your point. It is balancing resting in the finished work of Christ, but also the understanding of as our affections for Jesus grow, as we become more like Jesus, our lives are going to look different. The goal is not to look different just for the sake of looking different. The goal is to love Jesus more, submit to God more, follow the, the promptings of the Holy Spirit more, look more like Christ. And that, that's just, that flows out of salvation, love for Jesus, affections for Jesus, what he's done for us. Of course, our life is going to look different. And that only makes sense. If it doesn't look different at all for a long period of time, it it demands the question of, you know, what what's kind of going on here? Am I have I truly given my life to Christ? If mm. if my life has never looked different after I've claimed to profess faith, and that, that's a challenging challenging question to consider for sure. And and so, you know, this this idea of uh, of being different also means that we're you know we're standing out. And if we are following Jesus, then He should shine through us. That, that when we interact with people, they go, hmm, something's different about him. And it, you know, what, is, what is that? And, and ultimately, they, they realize, okay, wow, this, this guy says he loves Jesus and there's something different. So Jesus says this in Matthew 5, 14 and 16. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. And so when we're, you know, that type of uh, lamp where Jesus is shining through based on, you know, how we, how we treat people, the, the good things that we, that we do and the way that we serve and, and the way that, that, that we, we stand out, um, people are going to take notice and, and hopefully the goal for us is to say, well, that's, that's G we point to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and so then, then people respond with praise for our heavenly father to say, yep. okay, wow, he, he is real because he's made a difference in that, in, in our lives, mm-hmm. right? That difference is evident. It's clear. It's like, man, why would that, 
wow, why would he do that? You know, people, people like we talk about with Patrick Mahomes, you turn your head and go, wow, why, why would he, how, would, how did he do that? Why would he do that? And so when people see us act kindly, with compassion, we're generous, we, we actually do know the right thing to do and then do the right thing, we, we shine the, the love of Jesus, we shine the goodness of Jesus, mm-hmm. and, and people go, huh, all right, there's something, there's something, there's something about this person and and then there's something about okay maybe Jesus real really is real and that he really is changing people because I'm mm-hmm. seeing it in front of me, um, and so that's the opportunity yeah. that we have. So I, I was at this is really uh, I'm glad we're talking about this. So last night I was at dinner with my pastor and a couple other uh, buddies from church, and we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and you know are you feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit being convicted moments like that. And then we got to a conversation of uh, the fruits of the Spirit in our own life. So I think of what you're saying on, are people noticing this difference about us? And I think if that's, it, that can kind of be difficult to, to think, man, are people really noticing what's different about me? Well, I think the starting question is, you know, are the fruits of the Spirit evident in your life? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithful, faithfulness, gentleness, gentleness self-control. And I think specifically peace, we are in a culture of anxiety and mm. worry. And that's not, not not a condemnation at all. We all wrestle with moments of anxiousness from time to time. And, and anxiety and uh, clinical anxiety and depression, that's a, a very real thing. And Christians, no doubt, can have peace and also uh, struggle with anxiety. But are we persons and people of peace in a culture of anxiety? When something happens to us that's inconvenient or difficult, are we rocked off the boat completely? Or do we respond in a way and with a perspective where that's noticeable, where, man, how are you responding that way? How are you having peace in this moment? And this, again, this is not a call to you can't have any worry or anxiety or anything. We're we're going to have that as, as sinful people trying to become more like Jesus but we can still look different than the anxiety of the world. And I just think that's a starting place of think through the fruits of the Spirit. Those are ways, asking God to help us experience the fruits of the Spirit and to grow in them, that is a way to look very clearly different than the world. We'll, we'll blow people away by it. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I haven't, I haven't seen that before. I don't see that often. It's, it's rare that, that somebody is that peaceful in the midst of going through that kind of adversity. And, and that's, that's what we have available to us as followers of Jesus. We have that strength available, and we can trust him to, to get through those, those times. And then people do, they see it. They see it in us. And, you know, at, at, at work, in the neighborhood, all these different interactions that we have with people. And again, it's, it's not about, well, look how great I am or Wow, wow, Bryce, that's awesome that you're doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not we're not chasing trophies. We're not we're not chasing yeah. the applause. We're not chasing the the accolades. That's that's not the point. We we do, you know, good things. We serve God. We we want to to become more like him so that it points people to him. Because mm-hmm. he, if he's changed our heart, he's 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 given us eternal life, then we respond with thanksgiving and and joy and 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 love and and a pursuit of holiness. A life of holiness. That's what that's what we're after. 
so that people see Jesus in us. Like that's mm-hmm. the greatest compliment that, that, that somebody can, can give us. It's not about the compliment, but it's that they see, they see Jesus in us. Wow. You're, mm-hmm. you're a lot like Jesus, aren't you? Yeah. That's, that's the goal. That's what we're, that's what we're, we're after. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're not after the compliment. We're after the, <laughs> the, the genuineness of our, of our faith and, and our, our character actually being different yep. and, and, and people seeing that change in our lives too. Yep. And it's the, the beauty of our God is a personal God. And, mm. you know, when, when people uh, share their testimony, like our own testimonies are huge. Like when, when you share the gospel with someone, certainly you want to get into important doctrines and theology, what the Bible says, but you also talk about how Jesus has changed your life. Right. That personal testimony of how God personally acts and wills in each of our lives is so important. And when people see change, that offers even more evidence for, you know, Jesus really is real. I mean, maybe there's some truth to this Bible, to this book you talk about. Mm. And especially when, yeah, again, when when you're different, when everyone else is kind of operating the same, not for the sake of, I'm glad you brought that up, not for the sake of trying to boost your own ego, but no, I'm just living my life following Jesus. Right. And a, an implication of that is people are going to notice that. No question. And, and I think, too, you know, we have to continue to understand, wait, who, who is Jesus? And, and what does the Bible say about what a holy life looks like? And, and the more that we grow and we understand, we go, oh, wow, I didn't realize that that was such a uh, negative or distracting way to think or, or way to, to behave. That, that doesn't line up mm-hmm. with the life of, of Jesus. And so that that's part of spiritual maturity and 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 yep. the, the sanctification process. And so we're all in process with that. But but the more we understand what a holy life looks like, a different life, a set apart life, then all of a sudden we can start looking at these different areas of our life. And and like I mentioned, you know, marriage is our marriage different than the world? Is our parenting different than than the world? Um, not just based on whether or not we're <laughs> the kind of food, the food we're, you know, we're, we're different parents. Cause we don't, we don't give our kids uh, chocolate all the time. All right. That's fine. <laughs> that's your own preference or whatever, but, but no, no, it's different because I, I, I'm, I'm operating in a way that I'm teaching my daughters, you know, what it looks like to, to, for their dad to follow Jesus day in, mm-hmm. day out. And, and so that's an opportunity from a, you know, a, a real hands-on on approach to, to live a holy life in front of my daughters so that they see that um, yep. and how I love my wife and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, the other thing, what about our friendships? Or do we have holy friendships that are set apart? They're not just surface level like every other, you know, uh, relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, no, no, no. I have deep fellowship and accountability and, and meaningful friendships in, in life. And then here, here are the challenging questions for us today as we, as we wrap things up. In how we watch and talk about sports, are we different? <laughs> and, and sometimes it comes down to you know, how negative we are, what we focus on in, in what we talk about, and, and also yep. how we ride the wave of results mm-hmm. and our emotions based on how our team is doing. Yep. Um, we can be set apart even, even in our sports fandom. No question. And, yeah, is is a super super bowl is a big deal but if you're an eagles fan if like if you can't even see people for the next week or two that's right it shouldn't be that crushing 
with with an eternal perspective of what truly matters. And and it's unfortunate that we even have to talk about this, but like, are we fans that scream horrible things at players at games? That's right. That's like right. when you're in, like, it's easy to adopt that mob mentality. Yes. Oh, we got the enemy in the house. Like, no, <laughs> watch the game, cheer for your team. But it's for some reason, sports, it's so easy to, to just blend in. It's mm. easy to get to get hooked into that, to get involved in that. And then you leave. Like I have moments where I hang with buddies watching the game or uh, some type of sporting event, and I leave and I come home and I'm like, gosh, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed of, of my reaction. Mm. Or, man, I, it's, why do I feel this way after this game? Mm. And I have to kind of reevaluate on, you know, this, is, this isn't the standard. I don't want to just settle for feeling or acting this way. That's right. And even, yeah, the, the pride and arrogance that comes when your team wins and, yeah. and, and be, you know, let, let's be set apart. Let's be holy. Let's be humble even in the in the victory when our teams are, are doing well. Yeah. Um, when so those, when those, uh, those Duke beats UNC, maybe not, you said uh, it. I, I was going to say it, but you when, said it. But when Duke, yeah, when Duke beats UNC, maybe not uh, immediately calling all your North Carolina fans to let them That's know right. uh, how the game went. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, they still have it hanging over my head after last year's two big wins. But, um, but that's a good example. A- absolutely. So, um, and then the last thing to consider too is, you know, what we're watching, listening to, and and putting into our lives and surrounding ourselves with, you know, whether, whether entertainment and everything else, is it different? Is it set apart from from the world? Or are we listening to and watching the same thing, same things as everybody else? And, and how is that, you know, influencing and impacting whether or not we're, we're living a holy life yep. and it's, it, it's pulling us away from the, the life of Jesus and a wholly different life uh, that, that allows him to shine through us. So those are all things to, to consider today. And, and so, you know, let, let's be encouraged to be different as we live like Jesus and, and let's, you know, be set apart, be set apart. And, and bring people with us. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes. He, he, he brings his players up with him and makes, the, makes them better and, and, and brings the best out of them. Let, let's do the same. The, the teammates yeah. around us, the people in our lives, uh, let's help them also live holy lives, that, mm-hmm. that we can pursue a life of holiness together as we, as we follow Jesus together and, and, and stand out and let him shine through us. So any, any final thought, Luke? No, this was a great conversation. I'm uh, my my big takeaway is just what what areas or rhythms of life have I have I settled for not being different? Because again, mm. we're not. It's not just about the big areas of our life. Like certainly, we want to extend past being Sunday morning guy. We want to bring. We want to be different in the workplace. Be different as a parent, as a father, uh, as a husband. But yeah. What about that Tuesday night college basketball game? Hmm. Even just sitting on your couch by yourself and those emotions start to rise right. where, man, wife walks in the door, taking it out on her. No, I, even stuff like that, the minor things. Hmm. So I, this week, what, uh, what areas of life have I kind of blind spots, I guess, where I'm not looking different? good absolutely so we'd love to hear what your uh, big takeaway is and, and what's something maybe you're you're packing up to, to to unpack later and so you can leave that comment wherever you're you're watching or listening right now or you can email me bryce at unpacking it 
Com and, and what are you taking with you uh, from today's topic and, and what maybe hits you in, in a personal way. So uh, always appreciate the feedback. And if you can you know, rate and review the podcast and, and share it and email it out, email the link, text the link to somebody and, and encourage them. You know, let, let's continue to, to help one another live a life of, of holiness as we follow Jesus and allow him to change us from the inside out. He's the one that does the changing. He's he, he's the one who makes us different. He makes us different. The Holy Spirit within us, working in us. And so uh, praise God for that, that opportunity that we don't have to be the same. We don't have to be the same as we used to be, and we don't have to be the same as, as everyone around us. We can be set apart and really stand out. So uh, it was fun talking about Patrick Mahomes. He stands out as a quarterback uh, out on the field. And so congrats to the Chiefs and all the Chiefs fans loving life after the big Super Bowl win. Seems like everybody has that feeling that they're going to be back too. This is this might be the the, the continuation. Uh, I can't I can't even say the start. The, the dynasty is underway, uh, but that continuation we'll 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 see. But there's some other teams on the rise. So now we head into the off season. Should should be a lot of fun. But thanks so much for listening and joining us here on the Unpacking It podcast. Check out SugarCreek.com. Use the promo code Unpack. For Luke, I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that He died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.